Welcome to episode 40 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing, Dave? Better than most. Not as good as some. How are you, Mike? Hey, Bears are 2-0. and It's what? a little bit of a smoke and mirror deal here, <laughs> but hey, 2-0 is 2-0. So I am doing quite well. Thank you very much. Nice. Nice. Uh, all right. So our selections tonight. Our three tastings, the first of which is Sticky Icky Icky. It's an American IPA from Shorts Brewing Company in Elk Rapids, Michigan. So, thought I threw you a meatball there for a minute, Mike, and you were going to no, jump I, on that name. I, yeah, I was going to say, it almost <laughs> sounds like my sex life. <laughs> All right, right. Yeah, yeah, let's crack this bad boy open. And remember, we're not doing the... I mean, the only specific I'm going to say right now, it's 7.1% alcohol, and we're not doing the untapped rating. I'll have to look at the IBUs when we looked at the untapped because our loyal listener, Henry, uh, came up with the idea, hey, you guys should uh, rate this before you look at the untapped rating and see how you compare to them. So that's what we're doing. And you're going in the uh, North Studios, you're going out of the rusted spoke glass, and I'm going out of the not a big deal, yeah. spitting chickless bars to a sports glass. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I with with the with the uh little uh leprechaun gnome looking figure jumping into the pile of hops on the can. I was expecting this to be pretty bitter, but um no, but that's a it's a really good solid American IPA taste to it. It's not overly bitter at all. There's no bitterness, I don't think. What do you think the IBUs are going to come in at? Uh, let me t- one more taste here, Dave. All right. Fifty-four. I'm going to go sixty-five. Fifty. And I don't even know if they do IBUs in single digits. That's how dumb I am. But I'm still sticking with fifty-four. Brian Urlacher rules Bears fans. Um. <laughs> hey. Before we get started, segment one, a lot of sports to talk about, but Corrections Corner. All right. Well, wait a minute. Full, dis- full disclosure, uh, listener and Dave's. Um, I suppose the mistake I made in episode 39 was the two-thirds of a bottle, other than, I, I know you had a couple shots, but I pretty much, in addition to all our tastings and all of my 53rd birthday beers. I drank pretty much two thirds of a bottle of Pink, Pink Whitney, and um, I suppose that that was my uh, ultimate fail of the pod because you know. Well, I think some people would consider it a success. Mike. Well, I heard three people tell me, "Oh, that's the best pod ever," and I'm like, "Really? I hardly remember." <laughs> so, um, but then again, that's why this is a beer tasting podcast. Dave is not a liquor tasting podcast but True. you know hey you True. Know, but hey how many times is the champ gonna celebrate his 53rd birthday only once exactly so you know I, you know liz turned it off late in the episode because she could hardly understand what i was saying so i apparently was speaking in tongues but but it was tongues that some people can understand exactly live and learn and if you don't like it don't listen and judging by the listens not many of you are so fuck everybody <laughs> What do we got in sports? Oh fuck, tons. Let's uh, let's start NASCAR because nobody cares about that, so we'll get that out of the way. And the only reason I want to bring it up 
is because in my NASCAR pool, I finished last the previous week, so I had first pick for the Saturday night Bristol race. I took one Kevin Harvick, and he won the race. So, cha-ching, $20 for me. Nice. And they got their playoffs down to 12 drivers. NASCAR just is doing it to generate yeah. interest. Their sure. playoffs is kind of goofy, like because Kyle Busch, who had a horrible year, is still one of the 12 drivers in the playoffs. But anyway... Uh, that was would, that, would that be like keeping Tiger Woods in some of the tournaments? Exactly. Just to keep, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, that would be the perfect analogy, Dave. And then um, well, the much. other thing I like about it was Bristol. Plenty of fans in the stands at the <laughs> Bristol night night race. So um, Kevin Harvick, I, I think it was just like his 98th win of the year because it's either Kevin Harvick or Denny Hamlin wins every race. So if you get the first pick, you take one of those two. Right. And before we get into... My wheelhouse will go into your wheelhouse. Yep. College football? Uh, no, actually, no. the other one is the uh, U.S. Open. Oh, yeah. What in the world happened to that wolf guy? Did he just shit his pants well, and walk off the course? Yeah, that's pretty much what happens when you get a guy that's not used to being in the lead in a major and all of a sudden starts thinking about being in the lead in a major. And not, to, and... not to interrupt you, but did I hear them correctly? Because I was watching the coverage on my DirecTV channel 205 which was the multi-channel and they had four different feeds and i was watching the specific hole of that tournament anyway neither here nor there right wolf is 21 years old uh i i thought that's what they said now don't quote me on yeah, that I don't know. and i'm not even gonna I'm, i won't even put this on episode 41 correction I quarter that. if i if i'm wrong i thought it said that he was 21 years old and he was like minus five heading into the day, and he literally shit his pants. Yeah, I mean, that's not atypical when you get somebody either A, that young, if he's actually 21, uh, or B, just somebody that's never been in that position before because, you know, with golf, there's not, you know, there's not the, the action or the, the co- consistent flow like you would get, like, in a basketball game or hockey game or soccer game or. So you got time to sit there and think about, you know, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ, I could be a millionaire <laughs> by tomorrow afternoon. Or if they've already been a millionaire, they could be a... But I don't think this guy was, because I've never even heard of him. But it, I think uh, that DeChambeau guy ended up winning it, and he won it going away. I think he, he won it at minus six. So, I mean, he went off today, and Wolf, who was leading it going in today, I think was plus five for today. So, I mean... yeah. Yeah, he just you know, had to get a change of pants after he signed his scorecard. Exactly. I, you know, so I think we're going to consider that the good old nobody choke job. And hey, <laughs> we've all been there. What, what can you do? Hell, last episode thirty nine was my choke job. I mean, I choked that bad boy off right near the I end, and <laughs> don't remember anything <laughs> after I rated the double two hearted. No, I, yeah, I don't know why you keep saying that. You had people saying it was the best pod ever. Well, now, are, are they laughing with me, or are they, are they laughing, laughing at me, Dave? Yeah, I don't know. But, hell, yeah. listen, and I don't at give a shit. Right, exactly. I don't give a shit. So, um, so NHL, uh, when it was in the semifinals of the conferences, I said it was going to be the Vegas Golden Knights and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right. Yeah. In baseball, I'd be in the Hall of Fame because I was batting 500 because... Tampa Bay made it, right? But Vegas got just shellacked by Dallas. 
They kind of shit their pants a little bit. They I mean, did. They were, yeah. Well, and it, here's the thing, though. I mean, Dallas is just coming out and playing real deal. Jamie Benn is a stud, if for no other reason he doesn't wear the visor. He's like one of like eight players in the NHL that doesn't go to the visor. And he's been lighting it up. I still think Tampa Bay is going to win. So, I, you know, Dallas-Tampa Bay, I'll pick Tampa Bay. Game one, Dallas wins 4-1 to one in the Stanley Cup Finals. Game two is tomorrow night. But um, I think I, Dallas is going to get their shit together and play that kind of defense that they played against uh, Las Vegas. And, it's, yeah, I mean, Tampa Bay is the better team, but Dallas is one of those teams that's just rolling with it right now. So It'll be 220 Miracle on Ice. All right. And then I would like to, I got to research before episode 41. Or 2020. What did I say? 220? I don't know what the hell I said. 140. It's all about ball bearings these days anyway. Hey, guys, it's all ball bearings. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I'd like to know when the NHL is going to start their next season because really the NHL is, this is like opening night for NHL in a normal year. It's right. Mid to late September. September, early October, whatever. But, hell, they haven't even crowned their Stanley Cup champion, so... I don't think they're going to be like the... Fo- I, I'm interrupting you. I don't think they're going to be like the, the football players union where, you know, they're kind of like, hey, we need some time. You know, we get banged up pretty bad. We need some time to recover. You can't start a season right away. I imagine those guys give them a few beers and they go, hey, let's play some hockey, eh? Hey, but... yeah, I kind of like the way they did it. I think if they looked at the ratings, it'll be interesting to see what they do. So we'll, we'll uh, keep the, our listeners up to date on what the NHL does. And for um, sports fans, it's been great having the three exactly. or four sports going on all at the same it, oh, time. There's, sure. no, there's no downtime. Uh, baseball. Hey, looks like, again, <laughs> I'm Mr. 50%. Because although they're going to go into the playoffs as like the fourth seed, if you will. Yankees are healthy, and they're rolling, as evidenced by a major league record. They hit six or more homers yep. three straight games. I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, whatever it was. And they're rolling. They're healthy. Judge is back. Stanton is back. So I'm standing by that pick. And then my other pick, I, I picked the Nationals to represent the National League to defend their title, but they suck, so right. obviously that's wrong on that. So it looks like, again, it looks like a missed 50%. I said Vegas and Tampa, Tampa and yeah. hockey and the Yankees and the Nationals and baseball, and I'm 50-50. Hey, you bat yeah. 500 in major leagues, you're going to the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. So, anyway. But you're still the champ regardless. Well, exactly. As the hardware here shows, Dave. That that is, oh, I know. That's impressive as hell. Um, one week to go in the regular season, though. Interesting finish to baseball coming up. Right now, if the playoffs started, it would be the Rays versus the Jays. A little rhyming factor there. And you doesn't have to call me Johnson. <laughs> and then it would be... I can't read my writing. Who was the two seed? Well, I'm not going to... Uh, they'll face oh the White Sox yeah the White Sox first I can't the, read your the, writing either the White Sox first the Tribe three versus six is A's versus Strolls which who were dealt a huge blow by uh, Berlander mm-hmm. opting for Tommy John surgery and then the four C Yanks 
will host the fifth seed Twins. Now, again, there's one week to go. Anything can happen. And of the matchups I just gave you, only four of those teams, the Rays, White Sox, A's, and Twins, have clinched playoff spots. Now, in the National League, we got Dodgers versus Reds, Cubs versus Phillies, Braves versus Cards, Padres versus Marlins. But, hey, tune in episode 41 because... Of the teams I just mentioned, only the Dodgers have actually clinched the playoff spot. So, uh, yeah, baseball is looking still open. Yeah, baseball is looking into a fantastic finish here. And before, hey, before we re, re tongue tied, Mike. Before we, are you kidding me? And I'm not even. And there's no Penn Whitney in me tonight, no. Dave. What no. the fuck? No shots. Before we rate sticky icky icky, we save the best for last. Which is the NFL, because everybody knows the NFL is king. Whatever they do touches turns to gold. Fuck everybody else. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. what can you say? I mean, there it's just fans, no fans. Some games have fans, some games don't. And they're the boss. Yeah. No, it, it, it's it's going really well. I hear, uh, you know, at work I hear a lot of people, you know, in their fantasy leagues and you know, getting hyped up. It's, you know, it's a good thing for morale and for, for everything else around. So, I mean, I'm, I like it. Like I told you, I, I'm usually not with work and in other things, I'm usually not a good fantasy league person, but uh, I'm excited about doing our uh, FFAE pod fantasy football 2020s, even though I'm getting crushed. Right. And we'll get to that in uh next tasting. But uh as far as, Football's concern for this week is like, all right, everybody knows I'm a Bear fan. Lot, you know, no delusions of grandeur. We're 2-0, humble brag. Fuck everybody. Hey, 2-0. Should have lost to the Lions because we were getting beat 23-6 at start of the fourth quarter or whatever the score was. And the one guy actually should have caught a touchdown with four seconds to go to beat us. Hey, that's his problem. Not That's a him problem, not a me problem. Sure. So, but hey, they won. Bears won yep. and all. Fair and square. Take a seventeen nothing lead against the Giants today. I mean, it really should have been like sixty to nothing. I mean, they dominated that game and it was seventeen nothing. And then like Trubisky did against the Lions quarters one through three. Trubisky turned into Trubisky <laughs> and Matt Nagy, who calls an at I think Matt Nagy could arguably be the first ever 2-0 coach to be fired. He calls a horrible game. His, his, <laughs> Do you his, think he, he might actually get fired? Or you'd want him to I get want fired? I want him fired. Okay, I got you. <laughs> he, he, and, and he would have to be the first 2-0 coach to ever be fired. But it's just like, are you kidding me? His game management, his play call, you know, when it gets... Time to seal the deal. He plays not to lose, which is recipe for disaster. Oh, yeah. And then it's just mind-boggling to me. So, I mean, obviously, he's not going to get fired. They're 2-0. Keep in mind, they played a shit team. You know, I'm not I'm not ordering my Super Bowl tickets as a Bear fan. Say, hey, where's the Super Bowl <laughs> at? Because I'm, I'm going to that game. Because they played the shitty Lions, and they played the shitty uh, Giants, who were actually undermanned even more so. Because they lost Saquon. So, it's just all mind-boggling. And then the what nobody will ever talk about 
and I'm going to flip the script here on the Giants. 17-13 Bears. 10 seconds to go in the game. The Giants, no, I'm sorry, 8 seconds to go in the game. The Giants have just, has, have just clocked the ball at the Bear 14-yard line. Mm-hmm. Their quarterback, second-year quarterback Daniel Jones yep. obviously can throw the ball 14 yards. I would you like, right. you would think, right? right? Right. So a youth football quarterback can throw it 14 yards probably. Exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> he's they're coming out of a spike play, first and 10, 8 seconds left, and he dumps it off to the receiver at the 9-yard line, out of bounds, as if he's trying to get into field goal position. <laughs> <laughs> which took the clock from eight to four seconds. Right. And it's like with eight seconds to go in the game with the clock stop, you have to throw the ball into the end zone. You're going to get two plays minimum. Right. And possibly even three plays. Right. But he threw a little swing pass to the sideline for the completion. He gained two yards. I mean, it would have been a perfect play. Gained two yards and wasted four seconds. Exactly. It would have been the perfect play. If it was 17-14 and they needed three or four yards to get a little closer for the field goal, the tie, to send the game the over- overtime. That would have been right. the perfect play call. Then, like, yeah, what a play call. But it's like, why would you burn four seconds to get two yards? Because, I mean, the Bear defender is like, well, what are you doing? We don't care about that. So, anyway. <laughs> right. But I'm happy. Hey. But for the second straight week, the Bears went to the very last play of the game Winning the game, and the opposition had a chance into the end zone. Right. But, hey, 2 no is better than one too, so. That's right. There's no style points. So, I'm going to celebrate with a little sticky, icky, icky. Nice. Cheers. You ready to rate? Yeah, I am. Okay, right. so. And you brought it, so you go first. <clears throat> it wasn't, um, I liked it. It was It was bitter, had a good, like I said, a good American IPA taste. Um, almost like it was double hopped. Actually, it was double hopped. And so I'm going to go, especially with my guess of uh, the IBUs at 65 might be a little higher than I would prefer for multiple beers. So I'm going to go in the 3.85 range. What say you? All right. Well, as you were right, as you were talking, I was writing and I went... 3.68. Very solid IP, IPU and All right, so IPU? let me look it up. IPA. What I, are the... IPU, yeah. whatever. Uh, let's see. Untapped. We're going to that. We're going to Sticky Icky Icky. The untapped crowd. Drum roll, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Looks like I was uh, on the mark with this one. IBUs, 70. And we've got a untapped crowd of 3.87. Well, you nailed that motherfucker, Dave. Nice job. Thank you. Well, all right, Mike. Hey, let's get into our second tasting. This is going to be from Bell's Brewery. It is from the Leaves of Grass series. It is Spontaneous Me number seven. Or the seventh beer in the series. Uh, I think pre-pod we tasted at least one of these uh, Leaves of Grass series. At least one of them. At least yeah, one. At and least then during one. the pot, I'd have to look back. I don't have that paper in front of me right now. But uh, let's try it. Let's try Spontaneous Me. All right. 
in a, a bottle. Bo- yeah, a bottle, so. And for a pod first, I'm doubling up on a not-a-big-deal glass. I didn't know you had two. I had two. Oh, I thought two. you let me use your only one. No, I, I let you use... I never let the guests use the not-a-big-deal, so you got the one of them. <laughs> I've never used both of them in one pot. Gotcha. So now, okay. All right. And I'm in the Storm Cloud Brewing Company glass from uh, from Josh and Jamie Windy. All right. There we go. That's not a cheers, by the way. Nice hazy finish. Almost a uh, kind of cheers. It's not an IPA though. Obviously. No, almost a uh, Canadian beer scent to it. Well, it's a wild American ale. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, hey, that's interesting. Very interesting. And like I said, I'm, I might stick with my uh, <laughs> scent of a Canadian slash German. I know Canadian German is too, but not what we've been tasting. Hmm. Anyway, as we... Uh, Taste number seven here. Quick recap on the old EPOD FFA fantasy football contest. After week one, Mr. Josh Wendy's leading the pack with 54 points, followed by Henry Fee at 50, yours truly at 46. And my counterpart here, Dave, bringing up the rear at 30 and suffered another blow (laughs) for Dave is it's feared that Saquon Barkley, uh, which will also cost Henry as well, it's feared that Saquon Barkley has torn his ACL today against the Bears. And Michael Thomas, who got Dave a zero in week one, also suffered a high ankle sprain and is looking at four to six weeks out. And Kenny Galladay has not played yet this year. So Dave <laughs> I'm is, down to one player. Dave is at a <laughs> Two players. here. And again, 54, 50, 46, 30 does not include what's going on today. Uh, McCaffrey had another decent day for all three of Josh, Dave, and Henry. I'm the only one of the three that did not have Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Zeke did all right for me. David Johnson did nothing for me. Camaras tomorrow night, as we talked, Barkley is did nothing and is out for the year. Hill scored another touchdown for myself and Henry. Thomas is out, won't do anything. Josh got 10 points from Mike Evans for a touchdown, 100 yards. And the other receiver, Hopkins, got me six. Juju and nothing. Galladay again was injured, and Julio did nothing. So that gets us to the quarterbacks. Mahomes and Jackson and Murray all did about the same today. So it'll be interesting to see where we stand after two weeks. And Henry still has Russell Wilson tonight against the Patriots. So Henry could make some headway. So, hey, you know, you'll be a week behind us, but. If you have a fantasy lineup, six points for a touchdown, four points for 100 yards rushing or receiving, or four points for 300 yards passing, 
and want to get in and get your name mentioned, get tracked, and the winner will receive a prize. It may be a million dollars. It may be a flights, football, and anything else coaster. Or maybe even somewhere in between. But you will receive a prize if you are the winner. So send your lineup in. Quarterback, two running backs, two receivers. Receivers can be wide receivers or tight ends. Six points for all touchdowns. Four points for 300 yards rushing. 300 yards rushing. Four points for 300 <laughs> yards right. passing or 400, four points for 100 yards rushing and receiving. Send them in. Don't be scared. Hell, Dave's in last place right now, and he's still doing the pod. Right, and I'm uh, down to what? Uh, I'm basically yeah, down to two players, right? Three, three yeah, players. Yeah. Yeah. No, two players. Yeah, because Galladay is not yeah. playing. You you have Jackson McCaffrey. <laughs> so yeah, all right. But uh, so yeah, hey, join us. Be fun because there will be prizes. Can't be last because I think I've got that one wrapped up. Anyway, segment two is traditionally the stand sports. So what do you right. got, Dave? Well. Interestingly enough, I don't know if you noticed, but this day in sports was dominated by home runs. Yes, I did notice that. Baseball, it seemed like there were a lot of home runs. Um, so, but that's not what I want to focus on. Because my this day in sports, I've got a question for you. Yes. I'm wondering how you would react to this. All right. 1969, the Ryder Cup. Did so, you say 69? I did. <laughs> I sure did. He was at 69. <laughs> um, Jack Nicholas concedes a missable three-footer to Tony Jacklin at the 18th hole for the draw. So the U.S. 16, uh, Great Britain and Ireland 16. So it comes down to one putt, a three-footer, and Jack Nicholas says, ah, I'll give it to you, pick it up. And he knows it's going to be a tie. What do you say to that? What if... If he misses it, U.S. wins. If if he makes yeah, it, yeah. See, I would be irate on that because how do you? I don't. I don't like it. How, how do you just <laughs> say okay? I, you know, three inches. Okay, whatever. Hey, we're sure. trying. Let's move on. Three feet. Yeah, three feet. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. And see, that's why the Golden Bear is is <laughs> the greatest. It's not on your Christmas card list. No, that's you know. DeChambeau would never do that. <laughs> he probably wouldn't. Probably wouldn't. What do you got? I'm really liking the taste of the spontaneous me. Yeah, we'll you get like the, it? We'll get that. In you the, keep, uh, every time you take a drink, you're we'll kind of like eyeing it up going, We'll hmm. get it. To, well, I, I'm going to give you my synopsis of it when we get to our <laughs> rank. But anyway, anyway, back to this day in sports. Hey, um, I had just turned one year, one years old. I, I was one year Eight days old when this happened. September 20th, 1968. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know. Um, Maybe you've got Alzheimer's. But the Mick. <laughs> for all you Seinfeld fans out there, <laughs> when George is trying to sell the name, why Seven was the name of his kid, uh, or why he's trying to sell the name of Seven. Right. Um, the Mick hit his final home run in his career, number 536. Math guy here, 52 years ago today, the Mick hit his final homer, number 536. (laughs) 
If you're not a Seinfeld fan, you're going to have no fucking idea what I'm doing. What's wrong with Mike? Interesting you said that because I said this day in sports was dominated by home runs. On this same day, and I got to back it up a little bit, 1953, Ernie Banks hits his first major league home run on this day. How about that? There you go. Yeah, Two legends. One yeah. hits his first one on this day. And one hit his last. One hit his last. And then, that is very when you when you were tying it together. I'm sitting there drinking my spontaneous me, like not paying any attention at all. And then when you said it was the two legends phrase, right? I'm like, wait a second, yeah, that is weird. If Ernie Banks hits his first on September 20th, and Mickey Mantle hits his last, last. that is fucking very weird. And the listeners are gonna say. No, those two fucking idiots planned that. <laughs> we did not. <laughs> Dave and I are not that good. We would we would actually plan to lay maybe, that out for maybe you. Maybe if we didn't have our day jobs, we would have. But yeah, exactly, no, yeah, not happening. I like that. That is weird. I didn't even notice that when I was going through the the state of sports. Now, anyway, my last one. Yeah. It was twenty math guy here, nineteen eighty. Forty years ago today, September twentieth, nineteen eighty. Two reasons I uh, throw it out because I think this is the first ever horse racing this day in sports. Okay, I think eh, maybe but we yeah, talked yeah. a little bit about it with uh, with the Kentucky Derby. I think we had one. All right. anyway. Well, all right. Keep well, going fuck with this. It. Keep going it. with it. But anyway, fuck everybody. Spectacular <laughs> bid runs in the Belmont as a and one as a walk off. Never heard it before. Researches and I'm like, well, how does what does a walk off mean? I and mean, horse I know, racing. yeah, exactly. What is a, <laughs> it means when a horse runs a race with no competitors? And on 40 years ago today, like zero other horses, three horses dropped out and and spectacular <laughs> bid ran the race and won it against nobody. He won a walk off. Fantastic. So, cheers to you, spectacular bid. <laughs> Now, I only mentioned this last one. It was 1988 because most people have seen it, and when they when you watch it, you cringe. 1988, Greg Louganis wins a three-meter uh, springboard gold medal at the Seoul Olympics after hitting his head the day before yep. on the springboard. So if uh, a lot of you are going, oh, God, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I remember that. What I remember that was the, the paranoia that what everybody thought because he, I, I think he did that knowing he was HIV positive. Oh, and then. But didn't, but right. nobody else did. Or no, no, because that was a thing. And because when he hit his head, it was like, oh God, the world's going to end. Everybody's got AIDS. Because I, I, yeah. think, I think everybody in the. Did everybody know at that point? I can't that's remember. right. I can't remember that either. All right, well, it's your, that'll, it's, be, it's that'll your, be Larry to tell us we should have fact-checked that. If you're this day in sports, you should have fact-checked <laughs> that. I should have fact-checked that. But that reminds me of the uh, 30 for 30 Tim Richmond one. I mean, he, you know, he was a NASCAR driver, came out on the scene hot and heavy, and anyway, ultimately died of AIDS, whatever, whatever. Just before Magic Johnson announced that he had AIDS, which I think is a scam to this day, but anyway, that's a that's that'll be episode fifty six. We'll 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 go in depth <laughs> on the Magic Johnson AIDS scam, but Tim Richmond died 
and he yeah. kept it secret from everybody and that was the fear because that was like when it was starting out when like you remember Ryan White, the kid where other pe- parents didn't want you know because like right. oh if he gets a bloody nose on the bus it's like yeah you're an idiot <laughs> just like this COVID which is a perfect segue before we cut <laughs> into a is this a perfect segue before we rate number seven spontaneous me into a, almost a hashtag IDGAF. Get to it, Mike. Two instances, totally unrelated, but it just <laughs> baffling blows my mind. Number one, all right. As a Red Sox fan, my hero, well, as Roger Clemens as the pitchers in the North Studio show, but the guy that brought the World Series home in 2004 was Big Poppy. Love you, Big Poppy. Across the scroll on ESPN yesterday or the day before, it says David Ortiz tested positive for coronavirus. Next line that comes across, he's asymptomatic. Okay. Next line that comes across, Big Poppy says this coronavirus ain't no joke. Uh, <laughs> what's no joke? I mean, what's no what's no joke, Poppy? I mean. You know, because, like, all right, like, let's say both of us are coronavirus. <laughs> let's say we're both COVID positive, Dave. Right. And we're both asymptomatic. <laughs> I mean, what's no joke about it? I mean, it's no joke, okay? People have died. Okay, I get it. We get it. You know, go back to the podcast from March, which is episode 13, I think, where Dave said, you got to be kidding me. There's no way they're not going to have March Madness with fans. This is crazy. You got to be kidding me. I get it. You're talking about a specific example where somebody is asymptomatic, but yet they're claiming this is no joke. Exactly. Like so, yeah, so, what, yeah, so what did what, what did he go through? It's like, whoo. Oh, I tested that positive. Wow, I didn't really smell that pizza. Well, this is no joke. I, I mean, that I don't get it. Just it's, it's like COVID 101. It's like 21,000 people went and saw the Cowboys come back from like a gazillion to nothing. Right. And win the game today. And nobody was in San Diego, to, or San Diego, Los Angeles, Los Angeles to see the Chiefs beat the Chargers on a 58 yard bomb by Harrison Butker. I tell you, I've coined the phrase COVID logic. I like it. I don't know if Did I've you heard patent it. it? Uh, Add it with the pot. Copyrighted? I should. Yes. I should. I, I should figure out a way because I, I haven't heard anybody else say it. I haven't seen it, you know, in the multimedia or anything else, but it's COVID logic. Anybody that starts venting about, well, it's this way here, but it's this way here, and they made these rules for that, and those, and it doesn't, I'm just like, hey, it's COVID logic. Don't worry about it. I like it. Yeah. Let's let's get on there. Let's get this fucking pie on the map. And the other one <laughs> that just is mind-boggling, and I was laughing so hard texting my buddy Dick Fisher, sometimes pod listener, I think, at the Fishman <laughs> 8. Give him a follow. And I was laughing so hard just texting him completely sober. I had tears in my eyes. And it was like, Ron Gardenhire, there's one week to go in the Major League Baseball season. Tiger manager Ron Gardenhire retired effective immediately. 
<laughs> like, now, we're done. Because he got a case of food poisoning. And it's like, what? Are you kidding me? It's like, honey. Oh, what's wrong? What's wrong here? How long has that chicken been out there? You didn't eat that, did you, Ronnie? Yeah, I did. Oh, no. That's been out in the sun for days. Oh, I got to shit. Oh, fuck. I got to retire. There's, I mean, I mean, food poisoning. It's like, come on, dude. I know you're 62. I know the tigers suck. It's like, there's a week to go in the season. And you're telling me you're going to fucking, oh, oh, God, I don't feel good. Oh, fuck. I got a case of food poisoning. I got to retire. Hey, come on. That's just, that's crazy talk to me. And, you know, now, if, if he had a brain embolism <laughs> and was on life support, okay, I get it. <laughs> You're going to retire right. effective immediately. Right. I get it. Yeah. What the sources I read, it was he cited a case of food poisoning. It's like, seriously, Ron, there's a week fucking to go in the season. Well, you maybe, can't fucking finish Maybe it. when a 62-year-old man loses eight pounds within three hours, maybe that's a reason to retire. He was kind of fat to begin with so i mean lose that weight and come back strong i mean it's like are you kidding me you're gonna retire effective immediately for food poisoning with the week to go in the season isn't baseball the sport of the rally cap yes yeah everyone should rally cap around it's just kookiness to me david that's just silly that he retired and I was texting Dick Fisher a bunch of treats. Like, it's like, and I had quote, this is what Ron Gardner said. And I literally had tears. I mean, hey, I made myself laugh, so that's all that really counts. But let's rate number seven, spontaneous me from Bell's Brewing. Second beer. I go first, you, right? Yep, you go first. All right. What we made reference to earlier, this almost seems to me like a, I like it. Because it almost seems to me like a like almost a holiday type beer. Yep. There's like some spices in it that make it. It's not typically what we normally drink. It, it's nowhere near like a, a even the sticky icky icky or the uh, you know the right. bells double right. you know the bells double too hearted. But I thoroughly enjoyed this, and I am going to give it. I like it better than Sticky Icky, and I'm going to go 388. 388? Yes, sir. All right. So let me, I'm going to read the bottle, just part of the bottle here. Uh, The seventh and final release celebrating a literary classic and one of our favorites, Leaves of Grass by Walt Whitman, inspired directly by nature. This wild American ale is fermented with wild yeast Harvested from the Bell's Beer Garden to evoke tart, earthy, and funky tasting notes. So I get the tartness out of yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not bitter it, it's necessarily. Like, yeah, it's like tart. a cranberry type kind of festive holiday type beer. I, there you go. I, a nice rep, reprieve to what we typically drink. And I like it better than uh, the shorts we had before. So I'm gonna go with a three point. I, I I can't put it in the four point range, but I'm gonna put it at a three point nine two. I went three eight eight. You went three nine two. I think we're gonna overshoot the untap rating. You think? All right. So I'm I'm looking it up here. 
okay, the IBUs are NA, not available. <clears throat> the untapped rating is 3.82. I told you we would overshoot those fuckers. It seems like a, it seemed like a very mild. Yeah. But very for drinkable. The, uh, you can oh, very uh, oh, yeah. I I liked it a lot. Yeah. I just figured we would be higher than the on tap crowd because the on tap crowd tends to go with alcohol laden yep. punches in the mouth, which as we all know by episode thirty nine, I'm not opposed to. Right. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna punch you in the mouth anytime soon, Mike. So let's get to our third tasting. And this is uh, Dreamland from Rogue Ales in Newport, Oregon. Uh, kind of a cool can. That's pretty much why I picked it out. Uh, it is uh, dedicated to DIY. I don't know, a couple episodes back I had trouble with that acronym. but uh, So basically they had a skate park or something like that. I, I read this after I had bought it uh, in Newport, Oregon. And they, uh, Rogue Brewing started brewing this beer and part of the proceeds go to, um, will go towards building skate parks around the world. Welcome to Dreamland. So I'm not a skater, but I guess if part of the proceeds to the beer go to something positive, that's positive for the pod. We're, uh, we're helping promote, um, skate parks all over the world. What is it? On the can, what is that uh, skull? What does it say over top of it? To what? Where? Oh, uh, Dreamland Skate Parks. Okay. Yeah. And if I had better eyesight, I'd read you what it said, but I can't read it, so fuck it. No, pretty much it gave you what what it was all about. I kind of paraphrased it a little bit. All right, well, let's give it a whirl. All right. Oh, almost like a uh, Miller Light, Coors yep. Light, Bud Light. Poor, very, no haze at all. Nope. It's an American lager now, so it's not an IPA. All right. Cheers. Oh. It doesn't oh. suck, but it's not blowing my dress up, you know. Actually, I mean, it's almost like if I would have if I would have poured that, yeah. and said, "Hey, Dave, all I got, is, all I got is Budweiser." Hope right. you're all right with that. Poured sure. it, and you would have drank it. I think you would have drank it, assuming you were drinking a Budweiser. Yeah. Which I don't even think it has. It doesn't quite have the the bite that a Budweiser does. Not that a Budweiser has a bite to it, but right, yeah. But along those lines, though. Yeah, um, a little smoother than a Budweiser. Anyway, I believe it's your turn for random question. But before we get to random question, yep, gotta let the listeners know what I'm watching. And eight episodes. Liz and I just started watching it yesterday. So intriguing. We're halfway through, and the only reason we're not done yet is because it's. NFL slash Pod Sunday. Otherwise, right. we'd have finished it because it's that good. Netflix, yep, original called Ratchet. R A T C H E D, as in Nurse Ratchet. Nurse Ratchet, it's a bit of a cunt, isn't she, Doc? She likes a rigged game. 
and it's actually based on <laughs> the one flew over the cuckoo's nest character. Yeah. Before, before. one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Okay. And what makes it brilliant is it's a Ryan Murphy deal, and Ryan Murphy is a American Horror Story, which is on FX. Right. And four episodes in, it stars. Um, let me get my notes out. Stars Sarah Paulson, who is in many, many of the um, American Horror Stories. And what is the gentleman's name? Finn Whitrock. Whitrock? Yes. W-H-I-T-R-O-C-K? W-I-T-T-R-O-C-K. And he is also in a couple of the other American Horror Stories. Okay. Which are Ryan Murphy deals. And I absolutely love Ryan Murphy. I mean, they're just... There's, they're brilliant. All I mean, of the all the American horror stories. I mean, I would say Roanoke is the only one that I don't really, I didn't really care for much at all, but it was still watchable. Right. And he's brilliant. And now he's got an F, on FX, and it's Ratchet, and it's brilliant. You know, yeah. I we Liz and I have watched the first four episodes yesterday. And we will watch the rest of it probably tomorrow or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight episode series, forty five to fifty five minutes. I, I actually think episode four was an hour long, and it's just brilliant. I love it. I mean, Ryan Murphy is fantastic. The only the, the only head scratcher on it is yeah. The stuff on, and I don't know what the procedures are because I've never, you know, submitted anything to either FX or Netflix. But actually, the television stuff on FX is almost more risque than oh, Ratchet on Netflix. Is. Okay, right. Um, but regardless, I mean, it, it's four episodes in. It's fantastic. Uh, the Whitlock character, Whitrock or whatever his name is, he is a brilliant psychopath villain right. in television. It, it just great watching. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, it just uh, today is Sunday. I Saturday. it came out Friday or Saturday. It was okay. released on Friday or Saturday. Right. So, yeah. And now, okay, go ahead. I don't know how it ends. I mean, maybe when you maybe when you end the series, it'll be like, oh, that fucking sucked. But the first four episodes, fantastic. Uh, have you been watching The Boys? No, because we were watching other stuff, okay. so we have not got into I, The Boys season no, two yet. No spoiler alert, but it has not disappointed. Is it, it as oh, good as it, the, Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, that's next on their docket, but it's kind of, yeah. you know, it's kind of hard to interchange. I'm not too, I'm not too many episodes into it, but uh, a couple, and it's, it seems, it's left, it's left off, uh, or it's, uh, it's, it's continued where it left off. Right, because the Captain America guy got the one lady, the one superhero's wife or girlfriend pregnant, right? That's how season one ended, right? Okay. Well, of course, at this point, I'm trying to remember character names, and I'm I'm at complete loss. I don't know any character names except Captain America. I know that's not what I know. I know that's what it's called. That's what the uniform. (laughs) Homelander. Homelander. There you go. Captain America. (laughs) Homelander. Same thing. Homelander. I don't want to infringe on any copyrights here, but. Anyway, no, it's uh, it's uh, they yeah, it's it's good, it's good. All right, yeah, th- that's on our docket, but we just got into this because we sidetracked we, into because yeah, we both liked, we both love Ryan Murphy, 
I mean, with American Horror Story. Right. And when we saw he did this, and Sarah Paulson's in it, and it, you know, we, we watched the first one. I was like, all right, this is good. And then next thing you knew, it was ten thirty last night, and we had watched four of the episodes at forty-five right. to an hour apiece. So yeah, can't wait to see how it ends. Get to the random question then. Well, yeah. You got not? any more? Oh, Ooh, you got any more shows? Big, oh, there's <laughs> flags all over oh, the place. Targeting. Uh, listener note: We're watching uh, oh, the Sunday, Sunday night football. Adams uh, and Newton giving a little Patriots uh, Seahawks seven seven forty nine seconds to go in the first quarter. And there's just a huge hit. And in today's pussified NFL, <laughs> they are going to call it a personal foul. Back in the day, oh it would have been, been Oh, yeah. I mean, it, even at today's standard, this is kind of my Questionable. But it, let's see. Let's All right. We're watching that slow motion. Can you hear Oh, there's, that's helmet. not even a fucking penalty. It's just a face mask. Oh, that's helmet to helmet, Mike. No, no, it is not. Oh, right. Boom. Okay, yeah, it is. <laughs> From that angle, it is, Dave. <laughs> but he didn't lead with the helmet. No. It just ended up being helmet to helmet. Yeah, he kind of threw his head in there, Mike. All right. <laughs> I don't think he led with the helmet, but it, it yeah. was helmet to helmet. I do, yeah. I do admit that. But it, back in the day, that's still not a penalty. Oh Jesus! Back in the day, they would have that would have been yeah no. Anyway, they would have probably stuck the referee on a cross yeah. if he would have called a penalty on well, that exactly. back in the but day. But hey, there's but hey, listener, there's nothing like almost live podcasting. <laughs> so if you're listening to this on Monday morning, all right. Random question. Here we go. Now I've got this is this is uh no pre no pre questioning nothing. This is totally random. And I got some food questions for you. All right. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna lead with this one. What do you think about pineapple on pizza? Love it. All right. Is cereal a soup? No. No? It's a meal, but it's not a soup. It's not. A, it's not a soup. I, I it, doesn't have a, it doesn't have a solid in a liquid. That's not a soup, though. That's what. That, what do you. What do you think chicken noodle soup is? But that's not. No cereal is not a soup. Your cereal is typically a dry good, and then you pour something on it. Soup is already ready made. There. Yes, there's liquid and solid. But yeah, there's no. Okay. Question. There's no All way. Right. There's no way that cereal is a soup. Okay. Although it is a meal, though. So I, I've, I've actually had cereal as my one of my right. meals. Okay. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. No? No. It's not It's not a meat product between two pieces of bread? It's not between them. It's resting in the middle of it. Okay. So there's. So it's like... Yeah. So what if you had a pita? But pita's not a sandwich. Pita sandwich? P- pita's a pita. Okay. Sandwich is two pieces of bread with something in the middle. Hot dog rust in the middle of one piece of bread. There's no way. So that's restaurants are so when they when they put a pita in the sandwich section of their menu, they're wrong. Right. Okay. They're wrong. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Last one. Another name. Okay. If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would you call it? If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, dude, it would be ah. Peanut spread. Peanut spread? Yeah. Okay. Peanut spread, not yeah. peanut butter. What if you couldn't call it peanut? Oh, well. Okay. Creamy goodness. <laughs> there you go. I think that's the thing, and that's what she said. That's right. <laughs> I, think that's what, I think that's what we were looking for. 
Or at least I think that's what they were looking for. Um, all right. Well, those are that's the only random questions I have for this week. All right. Well, yeah. Hopefully yeah. not quantity. It's it's definitely not quantity of questions, but hopefully quality. Right, but but all I I gotta go back to the one now. Who would, wait a minute? Who let me can, finish. Let me finish writing creamy goodness. Who? But well, as you're as you're writing creamy goodness, who would consider cereal a soup? Because I want to speak to that person face to face. That's just it's silliness. So any so I could put a steak and then pour something over it, and then my steak is now a soup. I don't. I agree with that. You've had steak in your soup before. I wouldn't. I've had steak in my soup, but my steak isn't a soup. But if, you, but if you put if he's put chopped I, up steak in beef bouillon, and then heat it up, but it's the bouillon, or broth, or it's broth. bouillon, everything else that make it the soup. Yeah, the broth. Right. A cereal is basically something out of a box with milk poured into it, and that right. does not make a soup. That's a cereal. So I, yeah, I, I. I'm steadfastly <laughs> against calling a cereal a soup. All right. Well, we'll see. Hey, if anybody's got some really, uh, um, uh, if, if they really feel strongly about that, make sure you tweet us at epodff at epodffa or email at epod, or excuse me, <laughs> I'm getting it all jacked up. Well, you got I? the you got the the tweet address. ffae. Pod at gmail.com. Correct. That's the go. email. There we go. All right. So let's rate this. All right. Where's my rating scale? We got Dreamland from Rogue Brewing in Newport, Oregon. All right. Well, you brought it, so you go first. You go first, first and third. So you're up. And I have an idea where I'm going to rate this. So I'm going to write it down. It's a good American lager. This is something I could I could drink all day doesn't have a ton of flavor per se like the beers that we're used to drinking i'm gonna go 3.35 all right well it gets in the threes for me just for the from the drinkability standard well and i couldn't agree with as cam newton just scored to put the patriots ahead of the seahawks 14 to 7 that's a stupid pose by the way come on dude you got to work on that um my rating is based on the logic you gave to give to your rating, but my rating is a lot lower than your rating. Is yes, I could drink Rogue Dreamland one after another at a bonfire, or uh, watching the uh, Patriot Seahawks game. Um, well, I could drink a lot of things at a lot of different <laughs> occasions, but you know, I could sit and drink Rogue Dreamland. But like you said, nothing right. popped off the page. No great flavors, but there was huge drinkability. So, in my in my mindset, that is an average beer. So I am going to give it a two point seven five rating, and going to hold firm on my ground. That there you go. Cereal is not soup. <laughs> All right, you can do that. Anything else, Dave, before we wrap episode 40? Episode 40, 40 weeks. Yeah. Season one's coming to a close. I mean, I don't know. If, 12 more. Yeah, 12 more, and we'll uh, call season one a wrap. 
Brings good tears. Lord willing. <laughs> good Lord willing. Brings tears to my eyes. Yeah, it does. You know, I mean, hey, what can you do? Sometimes, you, sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes it rains. <laughs> but as I look down into my not the big deal glass, I'm out of beer. And as the late great Stuart Scott would say, you ain't got to go home. But you got to get the heck up out of here.